he won't mind me saying it's a lovely human being this fella and I had a beautiful letter from him the other day. He has been an ambassador to Washington. He told me he was coming home. He apparently isn't. He's most probably got a good little sinecure over there, I suspect. But he's, he's on the line. We've had lots of conversations and lots of laughs and one or two arguments in our day. Mr. Joe Hockey. Joe, thank you for ringing through. Alan, I, I didn't want to miss it. It's, it's going to be a long, conga line of tributes over the next few days. And all of them very much deserved. Thank you, Joe. And thank you for what you have done. I, I wrote in that letter that, that you're you're a true patriot, and I don't use the term lightly at all, but it's quite true. You've always fought for people that often didn't have the capacity to fight for themselves, and you were just an incredible advocate. And you're right. I, I still carry some of the scars from mm. when you belted me up on uh, you know, a few <laughs> issues as a minister and... Well, Treasurer, but by God, you always you always were doing it for the right reasons. Thank you, Joe. So well Look, done. can I just say, I really, isn't this funny that you're talking about this because I'm speaking seriously now. I remember a very, very powerful interview I had with this man, and he was under siege, Joe Hockey, because the budget, from the moment he and Tony Abbott brought down the budget, they were being white-anted by their own party from within, and that created a momentum which was almost unstoppable. And so I had the treasurer, Joe Hockey, I'll never forget this, in my studio, and Joe, I'm sure you, I'm sure you remember this as well, and I said, look, you've taken tough decisions here, and it's, I understand why you've taken them. You want to actually turn the economy around, and we had that discussion. What prompted you, though, what I said inspired you? And Joe, I remember Joe Hockey this big man, the Treasurer of Australia, sitting to me, and he, tears came to his eyes because he said, well, I remembered when my father was in business. You tell the story. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still emotional. It's still pretty raw. But, uh, yeah, that's right. You know, it was, it, was, it was an economic downturn. That's it. And, uh, you know, the, the, he was on the, on the throes of losing everything. That's it. Our home and everything and... Uh, he just showed real courage. That's it, and that, that and, would motivated you, know, you know, to say you don't want that to happen to other people. That's where we are today, isn't it? Correct. Well, Alan, I've just started a small business here in Washington, D.C., in the middle of the biggest downturn, arguably, since the Great Depression. And uh, last week I employed two more people. Good on you. And uh, I thought to myself, you know, if my dad can do it, if my family can do it, you know, I can do it. So, yeah. you know, there's no... You've often said there's no mountain that can't be climbed. That's and, it. Uh, that's what we're in at the Absolutely. moment. That's, you know, everyone, not in Australia, but around the world, it's going to be a really tough time. And yeah. that's exactly why... I mean, I try not to go back to 2014, but that's why I put $8.8 billion into Absolutely. the Reserve Bank. So Absolutely. at this moment, there's no question that the banks have funding. That's why we set up the Medical Research Future yep, Fund, so yep. we can try and find those solutions. That's yep. why we spent money on infrastructure. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And, but, uh, you know, all those things were hard. But you were white-handed from within. Yeah. White-handed oh, from within, Joe. Just before you go, Joe, lovely to hear your voice, and we'll keep in touch as we do. Joe and I text from time to time. Look, uh, where things stand today, big presidential election, um, forget whether you're on one side or the other, where does the sure. balance lie today, Trump versus Biden? 
Well, I think it's 50-50. I mean, it, it, any suggestion, Alan, that someone knows what the outcome is going to be is, is bunk. And because, you know, there may well be a very a very significant wave of, of not only coronavirus but flu in the upcoming winter. Hmm. Um, there's also, you know, it's heading towards 23%. My friends in the White House tell me 23% unemployment yep. here. Um, there's not the same safety net as there is in Australia. As you know, when unemployment goes up, it goes up very quickly. It comes yep. down slowly. Yep. And the US just has to open. I mean, uh, you know, Correct. all this argument about opening, yeah. uh, it, it is not an argument anymore. I mean, uh, people... Good on you. Will, 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 you know, wherever it is in the world... Good on you. I mean, if, if you haven't, if you haven't not- contained it yet... Yeah. Uh, then you, you, you've got to find ways to mitigate the risk, but but you cannot hold people back from earning a living. Correct. I mean, it is it it, it, it becomes a human rights issue mm. for and, and I know that coming from a family, small business yeah, people. Absolutely. If you if you stop them from opening the doors, uh, their family's going to go down. They're going to go down, and absolutely. and the, the, the social cost. Enormous. The human cost, the, the economic cost. Yeah, is just cataclysmic. Cataclysmic. All right, Joe, keep in touch, eh? We'll keep in touch. I'll write to you. I, I've given you, I think, my new email address, so we'll be in touch. And good luck to you and your family. I appreciate you ringing. Thanks. Okay, there he yeah, is, well, Joe. Joe Hockey.